0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or just so happen to find this recording and welcome to the Marvel Men Podcast, a show where a bunch of us nerds talk all things related to the MCU 24-7-365. I'm Tommy DeVito, joined by my friends and co-host, Zach Benicillo, hi, and Alex DiCarlo. <clears throat>
1: <clears throat> so many interesting things in this book right now. My goodness.
0: We're recording, dude. Oh, shit. Didn't have I not, even, not we were recording. Fuck. Ball drops. It's 2024 now. Hello. Duh. So, yeah, it's 2024 now. <laughs> Jesus. So, we figure where's we're going to take a look Jesus. back. On <laughs> yeah, you know, where's my can. brain? Where's
1: my brain today?
2: Hello in there. Hello. Anybody? Where's my mind? Yes. Oh, where is know. my mind?
0: <laughs> but basically, so, so basically, 2023 started off with, well, that's now come to 2024. We're going to look back everything that came out in twenty twenty three, and basically, as you can tell by the title, give our rankings. And also, if you didn't get so already, spoilers for all these projects. Just give me that's up. So phase five, fa- phase five started in twenty twenty three. Everything that came come out in twenty twenty three was, and I'm gonna go just go in order. Ant Man and the Lost Quantum Mania, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, w- Secret Invasion. What if season not lo- what if season two Loki season two. The Marvels, and What If Season 2. Six projects came out in 2023. So, mm-hmm. frank So, we're going to start off with our number six. At number six, I have Secret Invasion.
1: Yeah, um, I'm going to have to say the same thing. Mine is Secret
0: Invasion. What about yours, Zach? What's your number six?
2: Okay, my number six is The Marvels.
0: Really? Really? Yes. Oh, no, scratch that. No, wait, no, I said that right. Yeah. You're right. I'm sorry, the Marvels.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, scratch that, yeah. Never the mind,
0: Mar- wait, I forgot the Mar- about the Marvels for a hot second. No, it's the Marvels, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's definitely mm. the Marvels, though. No, the it's got to be the Marvels looking definitely back at-, at it. The Marvels definitely some things I six, though, no doubt The Marvels, like, I guess I can say this here, so a good time to mention this. Uh, like, there is so much, like, it, it was just too fastly paced. They don't mention anything from Secret Invasion. Some scenes didn't make any sense, like the whole musical number, the fact they played Memory from Cats. Makes no sense. Turn a whole action sequence.
2: Never want to talk about this ever
0: again. Yeah, the Marvels, the Kelsey Grammer cameo as Beast was the best part, in my opinion. Yeah. But still, though,
1: why the ever-loving hell would they ever throw a musical number in a freaking MCU movie?
0: Like, now, it didn't make sense. Like, it's Wah. not like, you, like Marvel doesn't have, like, DC has a character named Music Meister that can create musical numbers to happen. You mean DC? Yeah, that's what I meant. DC. Yeah, DC, DC has that. It. Marvel does not have a character like that. So, what I'm saying, it doesn't make sense. The whole thing, like, it's one of those better on paper ideas, like, oh, a planet where everything's mute is sung. That's a pretty cool idea. It just didn't work here. Like, Darbet yeah,
1: completely. Yeah, it just didn't work at all.
0: The chemistry between the three, between the three, of, of Carol Kamala and Monica was great that was the best part for it the whole power swapping thing why it was just them because they're like they're light and stuff like that okay fine still not a fan of Kamala's powers being changed and yeah man, I'm still looking for and also darben completely terrible villain
1: yeah I mean I mean some bits in the movie just makes me it, it just made me want to gouge my eyes out
0: and like so the marketing not so marketing Like the idea of, like, okay, somebody who was like on Hala when the Supreme Intelligence was destroyed. Like, once again, we never saw the Supreme Intelligence being destroyed. So, so she came out Darban came out of nowhere. I feel like maybe, I don't know, you should have set Darban up and maybe another project, maybe like Secret Invasion or something else that had a Scrolls in it. Yeah. I was going to say the exact same thing. And maybe save her for Captain Marvel 3. Yeah. I like that idea. because yep. what I would have done, because the marketing had lines from Thanos saying, Avengers, there'll always be someone to to continue on my work. We never heard well, about I mean, I was going to say, like, where was this? Like, why was this the cut if that was, was even a thing? Because that I don't remember that being in any project. So what I would have done was I would have had the villain be Giant, and who that is in the comics. Yeah,
1: it, it, yeah I was going to say, for, if, for those who don't know who Supergiant is, Supergiant is a member of the Black Order.
0: The Black Order was basically Thanos' army. Like, his, his like remember in Infinity War and Endgame, Thanos had his henchmen of Ebony Maw, Corpus Glaive, Proxima Midnight, and Call Obsidian. In the comics, there's five. Five. The fifth one was Supergiant. She was not in Infinity War for some reason. I don't know why they didn't use that character. I would have had Supergiant been the villain here. Say she was a part of the Black Order, but she was Thanos' last resort backup plan in case something ever happened and he was ever defeated. And the snap wasn't done. That could have been, and that could have been him enacting Thanos' backup plan, and that's why Kamala and also where were the Guardians for this movie? Anyway, yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, mean where, worth... where are the
1: Guardians when you needed them?
0: I know. I don't know. This feels like and the yeah, like there's just so many cosmic beings out there now, and Thor. Oh yeah, there's so many things. We're like, okay, where are they? And everything. because you think it's the whole galaxy you know about this? They don't mention secret invasion. Anyway, let's just continue on because this is not worth my mental frustrations anymore.
1: Yeah. I mean, this is getting way too much of my consciousness. because
0: Number five. I have Secret Invasion. Now this is actually where Secret Invasion is. Number five.
1: Yes, exactly. Because now we're on to number five. Which would be Secret Invasion to me.
2: What about you, Zach? Secret Invasion, agree.
0: Yeah. This show had so much potential. People think it should have been an Avengers movie. I didn't like the twist with Rhodey. Like, I was okay with the fact that Rhodey was a scroll in this, but I didn't like the fact that he had been a scroll since twenty sixteen, since Civil War. So he wasn't there for Tony's death. That pissed me off. And Gaia was too overpowered by the end of the show.
1: Yeah, I'll be honest with you. When I was first watching the renovation, I thought it was really going to be good. It was a slow Here's-
0: build, and I was kind of expecting. Okay, they're probably saving a lot of the budget and stuff
1: for the bi- for the big finale.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure and- the finale is probably going to be big. And
1: where did that get us?
0: A little flat, pretty mid. Nowhere. Could have been better.
1: Absolutely nowhere.
0: And no, we don't mean the head of the dead celestial. We mean actual yeah, yeah. nowhere. Yeah, we don't
1: mean that. We mean like actual nowhere.
0: Yeah, this once again had great potential. Could have been, some people are saying this should have been an Avengers movie, which, because the scroll conflict is what leads us into secret wars and everything with the Beyonder and the comics. So I don't know. I felt like. You can tell that there's going to be more scroll stuff, but I feel like... Yeah, I mean, it just felt, felt, just felt a little stale. Yeah, there's some... Kind it, of it's a beginning,
1: it. but like but stale ending.
0: Yeah, I'm like, when does it take place? Does it take place before the Marvels or after it? Because the events of this show are not mentioned in the Marvels.
1: Not even mentioned at all.
0: Like, it was so... I don't know, it was it was like graphic was a pretty cool villain i like i understand yes the fantastic four weren't a thing yet so they wanted to use super scroll so they had to substitute the powers that was a smart way to do that though with the mm. frost giant groot extremis and and call obsidian yeah
1: now that now that is now that i liked
0: the whole thing but... with the harvest though i'm like I'm sorry, what the- Yeah, I mean, with the harvest, though, like- What was the point of even collecting all the Avengers' blood in the first place and putting it together in one vial? Hell, you know what? See,
1: here's what I think. Secret Invasion could have been the Kickstarter to this entire multiverse saga. You know?
0: Well, meaning, like, in terms of, like, when we get, like, in terms of, like, the comics with the Skrull conflict, that could have been, like, the Kickstarter for this.
1: Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. In fact, have the have Secret Invasion be the Kickstarter for phase four instead of just uh Yeah instead of just having originally yeah. Black Widow.
0: Yeah, could actually it was Falcon and the Winter Soul. No, I'm sorry, originally it was WandaVision.
1: Yeah, I know WandaVision was supposed to be like the Kickstarter, but if they, but if they had a change of heart, if Marvel yeah. Studios had a change of heart back then, then they could have used Secret Invasion as the Kickstarter for all this.
0: Yeah, because literally the, the the last scene of the Infinity saga was the post credit scene for Far From Home, and that was Fury in the Scrolls. Well, like they didn't say anything with the Edith plan was of giving Peter the glasses. Even though they don't remember Spider-Man's name and face, he still gave Spider-Man the Edith glasses. They would still remember that.
1: Well, I'm pretty sure that's going I'm pretty sure that's not gonna get explained in the future.
0: No, it is not. But like what was his plan with that? Like, I don't know. There's just so much where I feel like this is more. Like a, I feel like this is more of like a a conflict of like directors and what they wanted to do.
1: Yeah, uh, I feel like, like I said, the, 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 that
0: that should have that should have been a culmination type movie, or even a movie if it was going to be a show. Okay, I like that, but it should have been like the beginning. Yes, because like now exactly. we don't know where this is going. Now, especially cause like if maybe if this was followed up a little bit more in the Marvels. Okay, maybe I'd be saying nicer things about it.
1: Yeah, and yeah, and that and what I meant by was is was half secret invasion take place right after the events of avengers endgame
0: yeah we don't even know when this takes place like there's like so many things where that they could have done right with this show i feel like okay it wasn't the worst thing i've ever seen but it definitely wasn't the worst show like i would rather watch secret invasion obviously i'd rather watch secret invasion five times in its entirety than watch an episode of she hulk
2: yeah yeah,
1: damn
0: straight. Damn you know straight, thing?
1: bro.
2: You know one thing? I forgot to mention in that she in that in that Marvel's musical numbers. I was I was like, the fuck has that got to do with anything?
0: I should remember you went to like the bathroom or something and you missed that whole part. You come back in, and I'm like, dude, you just missed the worst part of the movie.
2: I was like, uh, I was one of the lucky ones to survive. So
0: I not us. Not sadly, us. We had to go sadly, we were tortured. Yeah.
1: Yeah, sadly, we were put through hell.
0: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so I like ki- also, I didn't like the Also, one thing I didn't like about Secret Invasion—they killed off Maria Hill. Yeah. No. What the hell? I'm like, what the fuck was that for? There was no need for that.
2: No need to do this shit. What the f- work?
1: Yeah. Okay. That's, that's got to be a load of bullshit, right there.
0: Yep. Moving on to number four. Yes, Look, I have. Moving on, moving on before we lose our shit right here. I have now we're going into stuff that I thought was all right. Yeah. So, because like six was bad, five, five, five and four, like five, four and three for me are like are the all rights, and then the good is is uh like two and two and one. So yeah. for number four for me, yes, On to number four. I have what if season two. Hmm.
1: Actually, yeah, I think I'm going to say what if season two as well.
0: What say you, Zach?
2: Read uh, it again. Read it again.
0: What's your number? What's four? your number four? Hmm. Jinx, you owe me a drink.
2: Ant Man, the Wasp, Quantumania.
0: Interesting. Okay.
1: Ah, uh, you know, it's funny, we actually said it at the same time, and that's why I said, Jinx, you owe me a drink. I know,
0: yeah. But. Yeah. Yeah, I think what if season two just because, like, actually, funny thing is, fun fact for you guys, you know, you, you guys are listening to this on, I'm pretty sure, Friday, January 5th. What we're actually recording this, we actually just finished recording a few minutes ago our review for what if season two. So I'm not really going to go too much, too much time yeah. on this because you literally, because I literally just spent like, like 45 minutes talking about it.
1: Yeah, like I said, I mean, you know, I'll be honest. Yeah, let, yeah. Let's face it. Time travel can be very, very uh, weird.
0: No, yeah. but basically saying just, just to sum up my stuff from that episode, the episode. Some episodes were good. Some were creative. Some were not. They can need to be more creative. The show was decent. Some episodes I lo- I enjoyed. Some I did not. It was more yeah. half thing for me. Yeah. Actually, to put it to
1: put it in short terms, some were good. Some need better writing. Yeah. Hence why I say K I K I S S. Keep it simple, slick.
0: Uh, I thought it was keep mm. it simple, stupid. That too. Yeah, also the fact I feel like at the end of that episode, we 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 gave our suggestions for what if epi- for episodes for what for for what if, and they already sounded better than every single episode. <laughs> yeah, definitely. All right, so, anyways, um, but,
1: but but what made you think uh, Quantum Mania at number four, Zach?
2: Yeah, I'm because curious. it was so underwhelming.
1: I
0: agree. I, I can understand that. Yeah, agreed. Moving on to number three. Number three, I have. That's actually where I have Ant Man and the lost Quantum Mania.
1: Funny right. enough, same same thing with me. Number what you have for me?
2: the Quantum
0: Nice.
1: Ah, it's a bit of a switch around.
0: Yes. Yeah. Once again, I find this movie to be decent. It's not bad. I do feel like yes. One thing that brings it down for me for Quantum Mania is that they changed the ending of the movie like three weeks before the movie came out. Even because, like, my girlfriend and I, like, she just watched this like like last week, I was watching it with her. So she went into watching the movie. She's like, oh, God, Scott's going to die. Scott's going to die. Oh, no. Oh, no. She's like, she's like, she like, sounds like, oh, okay. She's like, oh, shit. Thinking something was going to happen when he was saying, when Scott was worrying, wait, we'll rewrite to defeat Kang. So, like, that. She sees the end credit scenes. She had so much as us, Jumping out of her seats, like the sneak peek at Loki season two and the Council of Kangs, regardless of the whole Jonathan, what just came out about Jonathan Majors and everything with like him no longer playing. Yeah, Kangs. she loved it. She was like, I told her the original ending, and she goes, "Okay, that would have been so much better."
1: Yeah, I will say I about down? I will say about Quantum Mania. I mean, looking back on it, I really thought that that it was a it was a good film, but right. not as good, but. But it just wasn't as good as past MCU films.
0: Also, just because too, I think we also had a lot of expectations going to it about Kang in this movie, because I feel like Kang was was pretty fucking powerful in this movie. But I will say the fact that oh yeah, he seemed to have been defeated a little too easily. Yeah, I think it's a variance and there's like rumor that the ultimate Kangs be like a Beyonder Kang, which we're gonna go over all that in the next multiverse mega. What Marvel seat? What leaks are saying? What Marvel's gonna do? with that but with Kang and everything well, they're saying we're gonna get into that another time but yeah I see what you're saying I also think that because I also think there was like a whole middle section cut because remember after he gets the engine the, they get the engine core then when Sky's like Kang we had a deal like he had no reason to believe that Cassie was like something happened to Cassie he really had no reason to believe that and same thing with Cassie seemed to think that they were dead as well like they had no reason to think that
1: yeah but I but actually. The other thing was is that, he, but there's another thing that that Quantum Mania like really needed to address, like like why like why Cassie ended up like getting like the super suit in the first place.
0: Yeah, she just randomly had it. Like I understand that she was studying Hank's journals and was working with him, but like it felt like it was a more of too quick of an explanation. Like okay, we we just want to jump right in. Like okay, I get that, but you need a reason for this. Yes. Also, to... One thing, actually, that's, I just, why,
1: that's why I see Quantum Mini as like as a good but decent.
0: I didn't like Modok's sudden turn on Kang because he just didn't want to be a dick. I like the idea of maybe he did, yeah, because we saw like I said, I mean, basically it, a yeah, Mo,
1: yeah Modok could have had a more compelling reason as to why he wanted to turn on Kang. Not not be, not because he wanted to be a you know what?
0: Yeah, my girlfriend actually was laughing hysterically when she saw his head. Like, oh, I, yeah. I told her a few months ago who, about the character Modok. So she knew who Modoc was and that he has a big head and everything about that. Just, it took her a second to figure out that it was Darren. Even though they're showing clips, I'm like, she's like, wait a second. It's like, wait, Darren. Wait, is it Darren? Like, they just show clips of it. Yes, it's Darren. Not yes. Darren's little thing. My name is Darren. I am not a da-. You can tell. It was more the reason why he didn't want to work for Kang anymore. Because you gotta think of him maybe yearning to get out of the quantum realm as well, or also just because. Remember, even when Modok was in the same room as Kang, Kang was like pushed him against the wall. Was like, "Don't talk," while I am speaking, and stuff like that. And he was like almost like holding him like a torture position. Like, like that should be more of a thing. You saw Kang was not very nice to Modok, so I think it should be more of that. Yes. Anyways, you have two left. Two left. Number two, I have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Me too. Me three. Oh my god, we got this! Oh my god, nice. Like it it is it's unanimous. unanimous. Now it we're is in- unanimous mm-hmm. for the right next. Here. Yeah, for most of this, this is unanimous. But yeah, I will say this though: very good movie. This is now number two. is where I find the projects to that were actually good. I find because like I rank mine like six to six to th- six through three. Sorry, six through four are bad to mid.
2: Yeah. Then
0: agreed. three is decent.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Two is good it was like two really good and one is amazing yes yeah but and, and also look
1: and of course uh, looking back on guardians of the galaxy volume 3 i really thought that that it was a, I I really thought it was an amazing film and considering that it was uh it was james gunn's final last time directing a marvel film
0: for for the for the foreseeable future, because mm-hmm. he's is currently
1: he, busy directing, he's is, currently busy Disney. with DC Studios DC. right now.
0: And he is basically mm-hmm. Kevin has Kevin Feige's position at DC. Which fun fact, he actually has said that he has spoken to Kevin Feige about a Marvel versus DC movie. They said it's they said it's something that they are interested in, but not anytime soon for like another ten years.
1: Yeah, I mean it's funny because uh, the DCU just ended uh back in 2023. Yeah, we're not talking about that. Yeah, yep. yeah, we don't talk about that now. Yeah, nope. or the Marvel men, not that.
0: the DC dudes.
1: <laughs> oh my god, that 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 is potential spin-off though, but, but that's, know, that's right. a completely different universe. Yeah, completely, completely different universe.
0: Three, like Adam Warlock, I loved. I wish they kind of used him more. The reason why I gave the movie a nine was because the fake out deaths, I feel like actually if you're gonna have somebody die, commit to it. Don't save them at the last second. Yeah. Like yeah, nobody died um, in the movie. The high evolutionary Survive, which also Love the performance by Chuck Woody Wooji. Still can't believe that he got death threats after because of the high evolutionary. This was wrong on some of levels because Chuck Woody
1: Wooji was amazing. That movie,
0: I know, he really got me to hate the high evolutionary with a passion. Like, like, like in the theater, like, I was flipping him off, I was, I was screaming the F word at him, I was cursing him out. I'm like, fuck yeah. Ooh. Is such like like he was such he did such a good job like that movie was hard to watch some scenes because the animal stuff but it was done so well I mean and and that and that just
1: and that just hated him to more with a with a burning passion uh
0: and plus the comedy was still good like get in the fucking car it was the first actually MC movie to have an F bomb
1: oh yeah I and, mean, also, and like I said James Gunn if you are hearing this recording right now probably not yeah. We here at the Marvel Men Podcast would would want to say congratulations and
0: thank you for yes on you a done. job well done bravo yes I will say how freaking funny it was especially I love the line Mantus. bravo I love the interaction between Mantis and Star Lord because like especially it was good going in this movie knowing that they're siblings oh yes I kind of wish they played on uh... the sibling banter a little bit more but still I just love the line when they're talking about. Quilting. I don't. He didn't know if his grandfather was still alive or not. And he goes, "What? People die. Plus, some people die when they're like fifty. They die when they're fifty. What's the point of even being born? Yeah, I know, right? It's messed up. Does that mean you're about to die? I'm not (laughs) fifty. No, (laughs) that's still my favorite line of the movie. That movie. (laughs) I'm not fifty. Yes, James, Gunn,
1: James Gunn, you absolute mad lad.
0: Yes, Guardians 3 <laughs> was a perfect ending to the movie. To the Guardians as we know it. I can't wait to see more of the new Guardians.
1: Oh, yes, exactly. And um uh, so so how would you guys uh look back on volume three? It was good. Best one best one of them all.
2: Yeah. I'd
0: say it's the best MC movie to come out in a while. Damn straight. Like, did it make a profit?
2: Yes, and, it did. It, it just did. barely
0: got it. Okay, so it was the only thing besides *Noah* Home to make a profit. Mm-hmm. And that's good. I'm, yeah, because it was a good movie. I'm actually really glad it did as well as it, I remember even when we went to the theater, there was like a warning in like the in the theater lobby saying like there's no. I kid you not. Know, like in our theater, there was a there's like a pic. There's like an, a a small sign in the lobby of the theater that said for all people seeing *Guardians of the Galaxy* Volume Three, content warning, that there is going to be. That there are rough scenes that are going to be rough to watch for people that love animals, stuff like that. It's like, so yeah, I can see why. Like, the scene, like when he killed, and Buck, they weren't and, kidding. Like when rockets, like little rockets, was like it hurts. Mm-hmm. And then when, and when rocket saw his friends die, and oh, and he was like, it's like screaming that scream. He did of like, no, I'm like, oh my god, that made me tear. Up. I'm like, oh my god, this is so good. I'm yeah, like, oh, Cooper didn't win anything for that.
1: Yeah, I, yeah. I... Yeah, I was I was thinking the same thing. Like, cause when we first saw Rocket's friends, bit the dust. I was just like, I mean, my jaw was about to hit the floor.
0: I know. I was like, and so when yeah. it gets this man in Oscar. Yeah, I was just like,
1: oh, you motherfucker!
0: <laughs> but yes, I think we can all agree, Guardians Three was very good.
1: Yes, but on a more on a more on a more on a more topical note. Guardians number region. one, and now yes. numero uno, and now number
2: one. Loki number one, Loki season two, number one.
1: Yes, this yes. was amazing. I mean, is there any way to sum up Loki season two in its entirety?
0: Just hmm. amazing. Like, it, it continues to prove that Loki is my favorite show. Like, Loki season one was my favorite MCU show, was my favorite MCU project in phase four.
1: Oh yes, definitely. Oh, besides Spider-Man: No Way Home, Mm it was favorite of the
0: shows. It was my favorite Marvel show. Loki season two proved my point even more. Oh yes, because my girlfriend, her favorite Disney Marvel Disney show was Hawkeye. Really? Yeah, her favorite was actually Hawkeye. Hey, I don't blame her. She has hot takes on certain things. Okay, yeah, I like that. Mm -hmm. So then she flat out then told me after watching season two, okay, literally Loki Loki's now is my is now my favorite show again. Oh my god, season two.
1: But yeah, I mean, season two was so fucking brilliant.
0: I know. From like, I just love finish. I loved watching this. Like, it's maybe like even if you go look back on like our our reviews, like some things I loved rev- doing the weekly reviews for each episode. Oh yeah, was, definitely. Was, was like the lowest score I gave an episode was an eight out of ten. Honestly, like this thing I gave ten out of ten to this whole season because it was just so good.
1: Yeah, and if you combine both Loki seasons one and two,
0: Which it's almost like they're telling like a story of its own. Yeah, technically you could watch season two right after season one back to back. I wouldn't recommend it, only just because because then the if you get to the post credit scene from Quantum Mania, you'd be like, oh wait, I've seen this scene already.
2: It's mm-hmm.
0: actually interesting enough. Quantum Mania was supposed to overlap with Loki season two. So originally it was supposed to be like a double Kang ending. It's sort of like where, okay, we get the Yggdrasil tree and we think the Kang variants. And now we know, oh, there's... And now we have the Council of Kangs from So It's supposed to be like a double Kang. Oh, yeah. yeah Jonathan Majors, like, I know, re- regardless of your opinion on Jonathan Majors, given everything that's come out about him, whether you, th- you think that the verdict was warranted or you think it was BS and that you think he should have been fired or that he shouldn't have been fired, whatever your opinion is on it, you gotta admit, his portrayal of Victor Timely and He Who Remains in Season 2 was was, was amazing. Oh, yeah. that Now that I can agree with. Yeah, uh, I loved Ouroboros. Great addition to the cast. Oh,
2: yeah, I am yeah, Ouroboros, I mean, too. I love yeah, Ouroboros.
0: Also, you know actually, I think if I to point this
1: out. K. Hui Kwan, Kwan was amazing as if, Ouroboros. If you
0: look at his belt, mm-hmm. he's wearing the same belt that he wore in The Goonies for Data. Mm-hmm. He's wearing the same belt. Yeah. Really? Yeah, he was wearing it. It was like a nod to that. Ah, nice. I loved he was like, you know, love Dora Boros. He's like, especially like. Of course, my work was based off of a brilliant scientist named Victor Timely. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah I mean, and then of course my, uh, the, the direction coming from uh, the directors of Loki season two, Matt which Jack- I believe, no, Matt Jackman? No, no, not Matt Chapman. No. No, I be- I believe it's uh I believe it's the guys who directed uh Moon Knight, I believe.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, let me look, who did, look him up real no, quick. No, I know that they he's the one doing Secret Wars now or, or writing it. So director of Loki and stuff like that.
1: Yes, actually Michael Waldron is writing uh, the scripts for, for the next two Avengers movies, actually.
0: Michael Waldron, okay, yeah, I was right it was Michael Waldron because I had him confused with Jeff Loveness, who was the director for Quantumania. Who
1: was gun- yeah, and I think and I think the reason being on why they want like a single screenwriter for for both Avengers movies is that so they're trying consistent. to make it like they're trying to make it more interconnected, which is
0: that too, and also because you don't want to have an instance of, like I said, I'm going to use the Star Wars sequel trilogy again of having a different director for the set story, and then say the directors want to do different things. One director sets things up to go one way, and then the other director takes it and goes a completely different direction. So like. That's why like, I'm glad the Russo brothers directed Infinity War and Endgame, so I hope that, and I'm glad they seem to be doing the same thing with Avengers 5 and Avengers Secret Wars, because right now we know Kang Dynasty is no longer the title for Avengers 5. Supposedly. It, they could do <laughs> it until they find a recast, and they're doing it just for now. But, mm-hmm. but, yeah, I will say this, yeah, like, especially the twist also, the ending with Loki destroying the loom. Like, first of all, one, it showed how brilliant Kang is. Is both he who remains is as well which i don't know if i said this in my review for the finale but i actually have a theory that the council of kangs let he who remains win the multiversal war because they knew loki would because they knew that his plan his backup plan would involve loki in the loom and they knew loki would destroy the loom and recreate the multiverse oh yeah or break or let the multiverse exist and yeah,
1: I actually and yeah, the the some of the directors for Loki season 2 actually consisted of the duo of Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead, who I would they actually directed an MCU project before in
0: the form of Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. I love Moon Knight. Yes. That show was so good. That's my second favorite MCU show. It still stands today my second favorite.
2: Okay.
0: So far, I will say yeah, Loki season 2, especially that suit he got at the end as well.
1: Yeah, they actually directed uh, two episodes of Moon Knight, and actually, here's another big thing: they were actually they were actually hired to direct some episodes of Daredevil: Born Again.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, those episodes are going to be good because apparently they're restarting that whole show. Mm-hmm. And here's another thing: speaking of Daredevil: Born Again, a second season is planned, and in...
1: and we oh, haven't even yes. got to the first season
0: yet. Wait, so wait. Is this I something even like got Andor? To the first yet. Wait, and they ones. announced eighteen episodes of Daredevil, born again. Is that going to be like where the eighteen episodes are spread across the two seasons? Like Andor, they announced like a certain amount of episodes, but then they said, "Oh, that's across two seasons." Is it like the same thing as Andor with Star Wars, or is it season one's going to have eighteen episodes? And mm. I don't know. Well, I mean, I at this
1: know. point, at this point now, I really don't
0: know. Either way, still, but yeah, Loki season two, mm. freaking amazing. Loved every episode. Ouroboros, Rose, mm-hmm. Rose. Um, I like Brad Wolf, Zaniac. The whole McDonald's thing was funny.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely.
0: Yeah, I like Sylvie. <laughs> Sylvie was great as usual. Loki, freaking amazing. I love Tom Hiddleston. I'm glad. So now we know Loki is essentially now like Marvel's version of the Spectre.
1: Oh yeah, he's
0: watching over. He's basically because I still brought this up in my what if review. And since we're like, when it comes to Yidra Stone, like the tree, which is each branch is a timeline that's rapidly growing on this tree, the multiverse. What, when can Loki exactly intervene? We know, he's watching over the timelines, but when can he intervene? Cause we know this, what if takes place after Loki season two, why couldn't Loki intervene with the Ultron stuff with infinity Ultron? Unless if he knew that, it makes me think that Loki maybe is more powerful than the watcher. Because he knew probably because he saw the washer would intervene and that he would be defeated. Like I said, I don't know Loki. Like when can he intervene? Because I definitely really think he's going to be a bi- he's going to be a big player now. Come the next two Avengers movies. Hmm. I think he's going to be the one to assemble the multiversal Avengers.
1: But like, the oh only, God. but the only thing is, we don't know who's going to be a part of the new Avengers team. But we I'm sure we'll find out for, I'm sure we'll find out soon.
0: Yeah, sometime soon, but I definitely think that yeah, Loki's gonna be a big player. Whether it's like the, the the Council of Kangs or like if they still do the Kang stuff, or if the Beyonder is the one looking for Loki or Kang or the Ultimate Kang is looking for mm-hmm. Loki, you know, like basically because I assume because Secret Wars in the comics is Beyonder versus Doctor Doom or Doom winning until then, Doom's defeated. Then, but then we assume that it was gonna be Kang versus Doctor Doom. Now it seems like it's gonna be Kang versus Loki. Hmm. Either way, I can't wait to see like this version of Loki. Like I love his helmet now. Like I, like I just love this this whole, this whole season. I cannot say more positive things about it.
1: Yep, same with me.
0: Yep, I actually love how we saw the scene from Quantum Mania the second one in that seed. Because remember, Owen Wilson even said after Quantum Mania came out, yeah, that post credit scene. Yeah, I was we were actually never on set for Quantum Mania. That was actually from Loki season two. They just <laughs> put it in. And how fitting. Outfitting. Yeah, that was actually pretty great though to gain that sneak peek. Because remember, in Quantum Mania, in our theater, like remember when we see the second end scene, everybody screams when we saw it. We're Like, yes,
1: <laughs> yeah, that I can agree with as well. Because when after, like, when we were we were sitting in our theater after watching Quantum when the post credits rolled, we were like,
0: "Holy shit, it's okay! Holy shit, it's okay!
1: It's him! It's him!" Because like it's only him! some
0: people. Only like half the half of the theater was making noise for the Kang variants because we knew who they were. Other people weren't too familiar with them, but they knew. Oh shit, more Kangs! Then, but everybody knew Loki, so everyone was like, yes, when we saw Loki, just how unexpected it was. Like they kept no one. No. They kept that thing secret <laughs> for so long because it wasn't in the because it wasn't supposed to be in the movie. Mm-mm. God, let, let's wow. again, Loki continues to impress. They even mentioned Baldur the Brave.
1: But yeah, I, I
0: was still shocked when that happened. Same, like what? Like what Yep,
2: and then,
0: definitely. And I, that was everything that came out in twenty twenty three. So All I, right. think, I think but, that does it. So Zach. But actually,
1: but actually, here's the thing, guys. Since now that twenty twenty three is over and now that we're in twenty twenty four, keep in mind though. Mm. We have- MCU projects coming out this
2: year yes mm-hmm. we that's have really
1: Echo, Agatha Agatha Dark Hole Diaries which that's the current title right now just my god just pick a title and stick with it
0: know, right? and of
1: course we have Deadpool 3
0: well also these are MCU adjacent but we also have Craven the Hunter and Adam Webb well well, I was just talking
1: about the ones that are, that are taking place in the current MCU I know, title, these are like I
0: MCU think. adjacents yeah, that know. too, so. Either way, but, they both look dumb.
1: Actually, here's what I noticed about, about the next MCU project, that being, of course, Echo.
0: It's yes, coming out exactly one week from when we're recording this. Yeah, this is
1: actually going to be the first under a new banner from Marvel Studios.
0: Marvel Spotlight, I saw that. Yes, called Marvel Spotlight. Also, apparently, yeah. even the new trail that they released today, it said mm-hmm. viewer discretion is advised. And there's, like, a lot of Oh, blood. shit. TVMA. I can't wait for this bloody grittiness. Like, I want to see, like, a Oh, show. dear, sweet lord. Like, I want to see a second season of Hawkeye or, like, a flashback of Hawkeye as Ronin. I want to see something like oh, that. Dear, oh, dear, sweet plus, lord. If, plus, we have Daredevil in this project. We have Kingpin. This means, if this, this thing is, if if Echo does well, Daredevil Born Again can be as violent as it wants. Oh, God. I think with all, I say, it, one I thing all I can made, say
1: now is, uh, boys... Strap in!
0: I love yeah. R-rated content when it comes to like action. Like Logan was so because it was R-rated. Like I love seeing him like actually stab people in the skull. And
1: you know, it was funny. I think Deadpool three is gonna get the R rating.
0: Oh,
1: 100 percent. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Because and there's also a rumor going around that that the upcoming Blade film coming out in 2025.
0: Oh yeah, R-rated should be. Yep, yeah, that may end up
1: getting the R rating too. Yep. But yeah, so but I guess that does about. That
2: does about it. Zach, anyway, take us out. Yeah, do All right. Mean? Outro,
0: you say? Okay. Yep, take us out. Take us out, dude. Yeah. All
2: right. That's, that about does it for today. And make sure to follow us on Instagram and Spotify. And we'll catch you on the other side of the multiverse.
1: We'll see you next time.
2: See you then. Bye.